Welcome to the She's the Owner podcast. I'm your host, Kara McCarran. On this podcast, you will find tips on business, relationships, and personal growth. I keep it real. I keep it honest, but I say it with love. As a coach and entrepreneur of over 20 years, I have a whole host of takes on all aspects of personal development. So grab a coffee and buckle up. Hey everybody, this is the She's the Owner podcast. I'm your host, Kara McCarran, and today we're going to talk about some sexy stuff. Um, I've had a bit of an interesting morning so far. Um, it's still relatively early. It's 9 a.m. And I have been really consumed with um, some masculine energy stuff, I'll be honest. I sat down to record this podcast about an hour ago. And through it, I um, I was stupidly looking at my phone and in my um, DMs popped up this guy uh, who was trying to sell me some services for the content company. And so I just kind of went and riffed on a whole bunch of stuff around that. And I, I really, excuse me, ended up putting myself in a masculine energy state. And so then I thought, okay, like this is not, uh, I don't want to talk about this with these incredible women that listen to this podcast to talk about, you know, selling and stuff like that. And I, and I'll always talk about that shit. I love it. But I really wanted to come on here today and talk about just feeling in flow and feeling sexy. And so once I realized I was out of that state, I had to get myself back into that state and I'm doing, and I have done that. And I spent the last five minutes just really kind of reconnecting and, um, really like just kind of getting centered and anchored on, on what I want to talk about. And what I want to talk about is is sex and sexiness and your relationship and sex and energy. So that's what this episode is called. It's sex and energy. So I'll, you know, I'm going to kind of take it back a little bit. Um, and, and why is this relevant to this conversation and, and masculine and feminine energy? It's relevant because you're still a, a woman and you're not just a business owner, you're not just an entrepreneur, you're not just a mother, you're not just a wife, you're not just a sister or a friend, you are a woman. And as women, we get really caught up in this whole idea that, um, depending on your age, and and here's what's really curious to me about the, the conversation about sex. And let me just press record on Zoom and see if this works. Um, the the interesting thing about when we when women talk about sex it, it kind of depends on when you were born that's definitely important um but it also depends on just kind of what kind of parents you had right and like um what kind of parents you had and and so sometimes age doesn't even really like i you know i've met women who were in their 60s whose parents were really open about sex and then i've met girls in their 20s who mom, mom or dad doesn't talk about it whatsoever. So it really kind of depends just on your upbringing. And my upbringing was, we didn't talk about it. I remember when I was 13, I accidentally, my brother and I accidentally saw a friggin' uh, porno like for 10 seconds before we both freaked out. We're like, what the friggin'? Like, I didn't swear at the time, but I was like, what is that? Ah! And uh, I told my mom and she was like, well, you know, she handled it well. She's like, well, that's sex. And that's not what sex is normally like. And I was like, oh, okay. I'm like, And I guess my little brain was like, well, why the fuck are you watching this? But anyway, so 
when we talk about sex, it's still taboo. It's still all these things. And I think honestly, like why? You know, I have four daughters. One of them I did not raise um, through her teenage years. She's my stepdaughter. Um, I, I met her when she was 13. So I did not have a hand in how she looks at sex or, or how she thinks about sex. But I do and did in my other three. And so when, when my kids were growing up, we talked about everything age appropriate. We didn't call it your PP or your, your not cookie. We, that's your vagina. Like that's what that is. I talk about their vulva and clitoris. Like we, I educated my daughters on what those parts were early on because part of the problem when we talk about sex and sexuality for women is that there's a lot of shame around it still. And there's not a lot of shame around a man's parts, right? Like they're proud to talk about their dicks and they're proud to talk about their, you know, cocks and like all the things, right? And we're raised to, to really be kind of humble and shy about it, whatever. And I'm not suggesting like you go and, you know, run down the road and be like, look at my clitoris. Like, no, but if you can't even say clitoris and you can't even say vulva or vagina or labia, then we need to have a conversation. And part of the feminine divine is being really comfortable in your body, right? Being comfortable, like touching yourself and being comfortable feeling into who you are as a woman. And so often that is completely the opposite feeling. And so for me right now, you know, I'm overweight and I'm, I have, I have, I have the same chronic attempts and I say chronic attempts on very intentionally, but the chronic attempts to lose the weight. Um, for me, I really strongly believe that it's, uh, a mind mindset thing. I need to reprogram my neuro-linguistic programming. I need to use that on myself because I've got it in my head that, um, it's my thyroid that's preventing me from losing weight. And that's just not the case, but I've been told that by doctors for a while and that's just the consensus. Um, so when I'm thinking about losing weight, I may do all the right things, but I'll eventually sabotage myself because my mindset around it still believes my subconscious still believes it's really, really difficult, but let's just, let's talk, let's lean into that. I'm let's call it 50 pounds heavier than I'd like to be. Maybe even 40 if I was, you know, back to being more muscular. Um, I love parts of my body. I love my breasts. I love my legs, my thighs, my, you know, whatever. My stomach, hate it. I have a really hard time getting, feeling excited and happy about my tummy. And, you know, I'm sure a lot of you can relate. Maybe some of you have abs, but I'm 45. I've never had abs in my life that are that show. Um, so that's just it. I'm just being totally honest with you. My, my stomach, my middle part, I'm just not down for. I'm like, you don't need to be looking like this. So what does that result in? That results in having a really hard time connecting to the feminine divine. I, I know I've talked a lot about human design and you know, if I, if I want to live to my fullest potential and really feel into my, myself and grow as this woman that I'm looking to grow really into, one of the things is, is not hating on my body all the time. Right. And like really connecting with it. And it's not easy, you know, especially if you have a bit of a, um, a backward 
idea about sex or about body or about whatever, like it, it, it really becomes challenging. And what that does when you, when you think about um, your, let's just like, let's just focus on the body. Like if you're focused on, on all the things that are wrong with your body, you're not going to move the body in the right way. You're not going to um, be in flow. You're going to stifle energy. You're going to basically cock block yourself energetically. And when you start to do that, everything else starts to get impacted, right? So your money generating abilities start to get impacted. Your The way that you treat your kids will get impacted. The way for sure, the way that you treat your spouse will get impacted. If you're not love, if you don't love your body or you're not feeling into like, yes, you can want better. Nobody's saying that. But if you're really just despising and not, if you can't even put a hand on your boob and feel comfortable, there's going to be a quite a, a large reproduction, um, repercussion, sorry, from that. Like if you're repulsed by your own body and you can't like, I can still, you know, like right now I'm touching my stomach. Okay. It's a bit bigger, but I still like when I'm, when I'm putting my, so if I look at my body, I feel the type of way. If I touch my body, I feel a completely different type of way. I'm happy when I touch my body. I'm like, Ooh, that feels nice. That's squishy. Ooh, I like that. It feels soft. But if I look at it and I start to judge it that way, it's a completely different experience. So when we talk about the feminine divine, it's like part of the biggest pieces is closing your eyes. I always tell you guys, close your eyes, take deep breaths, dance and move your body. Um, I have just recently found it's called Dance of the Moon, ecstatic dance with Sophie Soir, Sofree, Mana May and Lila El Kadri. And it is next level feminine divine energy. Like if you can't get into the feminine in it through this, this piece, this, uh, I think it's about, what is it? 45 minute long, um, like dance. I don't know what can help you. I'll be honest. If you have a hard time getting into it, um, even in that, in that realm, then I, I mean, I think we need to really get you into, into, I don't know what would happen. Like put it this way. It's not hard to get into it with a, with a track like that. And I'm happy to share that. I'll probably share that on social media somewhere. Um, but I digress. So when you're in your feminine energy and you're, and you're in flow, everything, everything else in your life will flow much easier than if you weren't. And so sex is one of those things. Like it doesn't have to be sex with a partner. I don't have a partner right now. So for me, I have to have sex with myself. Sorry if my kids are listening, but also not sorry because we are very open about this. That's part of what I was kind of alluding to, you know, with the way that I talk about sex with my daughters. Um, now, not every, you know, one of my daughters, two of my daughters, but one in particular had a, a really poor experience with her first time. And I never want that. Like, I always want my daughters to be like, feel super connected, feel super in alignment. I didn't know the work then, so I couldn't really educate them the way I could now. And, you know, I've got a younger daughter that I'm definitely working now educating about this stuff in a way that she feels even more empowered. Like sex isn't bad. Why do we talk about it? Like it's bad. Why do we, I watched a, a docuseries, which our, our docuseries is going to be really, um, stylistically based off of this. Um, it's the sex, love and goop by Gwyneth Paltrow unbelievable like why are we but even in there like why do we talk about sex like it's so taboo and all this shit like every fucking person on the earth every single person is a result of sex 
like something to do with sex, even if it was artificial insemination, somebody had to jerk off part in the, you know, the graphic uh, nature of what I'm saying, but somebody had to masturbate into a cup to produce the sperm to impregnate a woman. Like, why are we so weird about it? Like, I'm not suggesting that, you know, you go talk to your six-year-old about like oral sex, but I am saying have conversations for women. Like girls need to understand how this stuff works energetically, energetically. Like, yes, the teachers can teach them. And I, I mean, they do a piss poor job of teaching girls about their parts. I mean, they're like, again, watch the Goop, Goop Love series because I learned some shit I had no clue about, zero idea about, no idea about my body. What a fucking trip. I highly recommend that show. But like, why are we talking? Why don't we talk about sexuality and energy and vibration and all of those things? Why are we not talking about? We have to be talking about because that teaches girls to be in their feminine energy, which as we know, super powerful, right? So let's talk about energy and your spouse and what that might look like if you're too deeply in your masculine. So in the masculine, women tend not to want to have sex. In the masculine, we tend to be all business or we'll bang, you know, get a, have an orgasm, get in, get out, and we're done. That's kind of a typical masculine energy um, sexual experience. Doesn't mean it, you can never have those sexy moments, but just recognize that if that's sort of your go-to and that's where you're at most of the time, you're in your masculine. If you're even having sex, let's like, I'll be honest, when if you are in your masculine, you're toxic. And I, okay. So like some people come at me about masculinity. You can't say toxic masculinity because masculine it's in, it's implying that masculinity is toxic. And I'm like, no, it's just what people are used to hearing. Like if I just said masculine, a masculine man is not toxic. So it's sort of like, it's impossible, but let's just say for argument's sake, if you're in your toxic masculine, i.e. you're a ball breaker, you never press pause. You're always go, go, go. You feel tired all the time. All the things that we talk about, you're not having sex. And I'll tell you a couple reasons around that. If you're with a guy and let's say you're married and you've been together for a number of years and you say things like, uh, he feels like he's my kid or ha ha ha. I don't have two kids. I have three. If you include my husband, like those type of jokes, those type of comments. And a lot of times they're not even jokes. Like I will literally hear women just be like, I feel like I have another kid that there's no polarity. And when there's no polarity, you can't have sex. Nobody wants to fuck when they're in that situation. And it's like, when you think about why, why do you not want to have sex with your husband or your partner or your girlfriend or your boyfriend or whatever? And you're like, oh, it's me. I'm tired. Oh, and, and hey, a lot of that shit is true. But I can also tell you that like if there's polarity and you and your spouse get it and understand all of this stuff, you're not tired. You're banging. You're having sex. You're having incredible sex. Because first of all, when you're in, when you have polarity with your partner, there is more vitality. There's more, there's more energy between you. So the tired, like, of course we all get tired. Hello, I'm 45. But if my partner wants to go and he knows how to make it so that we go, we're going. There's no stopping it. If I And that's like part of what I'm so excited about in dating. Um, I mean, I'm still really nervous about dating, but part of my excitement is really getting to be with a man who 
understands this stuff and who wants to play with it and play with the energy because I understand it now. And so I'm kind of just going to sit here and be like, okay, let's see where this goes. Cause I, I have a high sex drive. I think, I mean, part of the, the, I mean, part of my, my last 20 years of marriage was we did, we didn't have any polarity. Um, because of everything I'm telling you, ladies, there was two, first there was me masculine energy and him feminine. And so there's no polarity. And then there was two feminine energies, no polarity. Like I need a masculine energy man, alpha man to man. I'm a, I'm a healthy alpha female, but I definitely will dip into the feminine energy around the right individual. And so I'm excited to see how that's going to go. It should be interesting. But like, if you're feeling away about your spouse and you're looking at him and you're like, ugh, I'm not into it. He's like, ugh. but you were, you were like, especially the couples, like I hear couples who are like crazy horny for each other in the, in the first three, four years. And then, you know, they're on your eight, nine, 10, 20, whatever. And they're like, no, I'm not into it. I don't want to have, or I don't have a sex drive. Bullshit. Like if you're a healthy woman at 45, you damn straight, you have a fucking, you have a sex drive. It's not being activated, but you definitely have a sex drive. There's that's any woman can have a sex drive. It doesn't matter what age. Um, as long as you're eating right and your, your hormones are balanced, but it's absolutely possible. Like there's no, Oh, you're 60. And we're going to turn off the sex drive. Now, everybody, anyone in the universe, can we just turn her sex drive off? Yes. Just turn that off. Like that's not how it works. If you're healthy and you know you you move your body and you do all the things, you will definitely have a sex drive. Now, again, you need to assess like, is this relationship that I'm in is there polarity, or do I think of him as a kid, one of my kids? Is he like something like that I have to take care of? All of those things are going to start to establish whether or not you have polarity. And so, it's really important that you do this work because. Once you recognize, holy crap, I'm deeply in my masculine and I'm showing up like this, you start to really, there's some forgiveness and grace that will happen because all of a sudden it's not just his fault, right? Women love, we love to blame. It's all his fault. It wasn't my husband's fault, my ex-husband's fault. It was my fault. I was showing up in the masculine. How's he going to get near me in that, in that vibe? He's not. Now, ultimately, he and I don't jive energetically. And so that's it. But like there was not even an option for the longest time because here I am showing up like a masculine energy creature. So ask yourself, get really honest. Like, you know, am I showing up like this? Like if I were, if I were trying to hit on me, would I even come within 10 feet of me? And if the answer is no, you got work to do and that's okay. That's, that's why we're all here together is because we want to do this work. Um, so that's, kind of the thing about the, the couples thing now on your own, on your own, take your time. Sex and sexuality is gorgeous and it's deeply a part of the feminine energy, right? So here's some homework, ladies. I would like two things. I would love for you to take yourself out on a date. If you're not able to go and leave the house, create a date for yourself totally alone. Tell hubby, tell kids, mom, wifey, I'm, I'm having an, a dinner date by myself. Can you guys go out for the evening? Whatever, figure it out. I'm not a big, you know, anytime people are like, oh, that's so hard. It's easy for you. You don't have to. No, no, no. Fuck. Give me a break. There's always a way to make shit happen. And I'm not asking you to like literally build a building or something. I'm saying get three hours to yourself. Like if you can't find three hours alone, 
we have bigger fish to fry sister. So find a way, get a, you know, whatever, even if you're a single friggin' mom, find somebody, get a girlfriend to come and babysit for three hours, take your kid for three, whatever you need to do, do it. And I'm thinking of a couple of you who have younger kids that I know listen to this podcast, figure it out, figure it out. Cause this will be the best date you've ever freaking had. Get yourself something that either take out or if you want to cook, you know, feminine energy loves to cook. Creation is a beautiful thing for flow. Um, so if you, if you normally don't cook for yourself, beautiful opportunity, I invite you to cook for yourself, you know, and get things that are not junky, right? Like you're not going to deep fry, you know, mozzarella sticks, like find some, something that's really beautiful that you can cook from scratch. And I don't mean heating up a TV dinner, ladies. That's not what I'm talking about. Take the time, go on Pinterest, find a recipe, even type in goddess food, like go ahead or aphrodisiac type of foods. Find something to make for yourself. And like, this is the beautiful part about feminine energy. You're allowed to take the time to do what you're about to do, period. We used to be so much more revered back, you know, back in the day. And I mean, back, back, back in the day. So taking time for yourself in this way, it's a beautiful thing. Go on Pinterest, find a recipe you like. Make yourself a dinner, have yourself a little date. Put a candle on the table. If you're a person that likes a lot of scent, put some beautiful scents around. Whatever you need to do to feel incredible. Put makeup on. Do your hair. Like, get ready. This is a really important date. Right? And then at the end of the night, get your ass in the bedroom. Light some candles. Play some beautiful music. I will, if you follow me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, wherever I will post, uh, the YouTube playlist for the music I was just talking about. It's incredible, like incredible. And I want you to take the time and spend it with yourself. Here's what's really, really, um, key. If you are the type of woman who, when she goes to masturbate is like a get in and get out and you're done in under like five minutes, you're in your masculine. So for this date, I would love for you to take it slow, ladies. Like there is no rush, right? So get oils, you know, some of the time, um, like put a heating pad near you where you can be nice and warm. That's a really, that's a really beautiful way to, to kind of get into it. Um, but play music, get some beautiful body oil and start giving yourself a massage. Start at your feet, work your way up rub your thighs, rub your belly, rub your bum, get into it, like really appreciate the gorgeousness that is you, right? And when you slow your roll and you slow down and you appreciate every little piece of your body, your orgasm is going to be intense, like intense, because you're not just rushing to get in and out. You're taking your time. You're building anticipation. If you have toys, grab your toys, Whatever it is that you want to do, do it. You've Remember, you've got the place to yourself. You're not worrying about anybody coming in and interrupting you. Enjoy yourself. That's feminine flow. And be open about talking about sex. Like, it's just such a weird thing to me. Like, why are we so weird about talking about sex? It is such, and I've said this to all my kids, because they've heard from their friends, oh, sex, oh, it's taboo, whatever. I'm like, sex is freaking awesome. Having an orgasm is the best feeling physically ever. 
Like it's amazing. <clears throat> so we, t I say that to my kids, even to my 12 year old now, now that she's a bit older and she's got her period and all the things I, we talk about, it. I'm like, sex is amazing. I said, here's the rub. At a young age, you're not emotionally, women typically are not emotionally capable of handling the way that boys at that age handle sex. We have different views at that age. We have different views probably for most of our, up until our, you know, 30s and 40s. But women tend, we just have a different, like we connect, you know, spiritually, energetically. Like, because here's what's interesting too, right? You never think about this. We're allowing somebody, this is feminine energy. We're here to receive. Our bodies are here to receive. Our hearts are here to receive. So no kidding. Our bodies are receiving the penis. It goes into our body. That's a really different experience for a woman than for a guy who's putting his penis in said woman. So it's like, if you're, you know, once you understand that, you so energetically at 17, 18, 19, it's it just different, right? We're, and that's what I tell my kids. I'm like the physical act of sex, but then we talk about masturbation. I'm like, get out or I will go buy a toy. I've, we talk about this stuff because I want my daughters to be empowered and feel the power of their feminine divinity, including sex. So that if some guy comes along and tries to get them into bed, they're like, hold up, like energetically, I need to check you right now. Right. But like, if you're like young women energetically, spiritually, emotionally, just don't, can't handle sex. And I talk that, talk that shit openly with my kids. I mean, my, all my kids are grown now, except for Amelia, she's 12. And I, we'll have those conversations when it's time as well, because I don't want, I don't want her to not be empowered by her own decision-making and I want her decision-making to be accurate, not based on some bullshit she heard at school or some bullshit that some, you know, old prude said to her. Cause I don't think sex is anything bad. It's not bad. It's fucking beautiful. And as long as you manage it, manage it in the way, what I'm saying energetically, it can be an incredible, incredible thing. So that's it. <laughs> Go have a date with yourself go to town on your body lovingly, slowly, and enjoy yourself. And, and make that a practice of yours because that will keep you in the feminine energy. Make that one of your practices throughout your life. All right, ladies and uh, maybe gentlemen, I don't know if guys listen to my podcast or not. I love you so much. Uh, thank you for listening and I will see you guys on the next or I'll hear you talk to you the next one. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.